Hello everyone and welcome to Music Is Everything podcast, brought to you today by our wonderful Patreons and sponsored by our lovely friends over at Neural DSP, who are offering a 14-day trial of any of their plugins completely for free and without the use of a credit card. You can use the plugins with your DAW of choice or as a standalone program uh, for plug-in and play, and they cover a really, really wide range of styles for any guitarist or bassist. You can get 30% off any of their plugins right now by entering the code MUSICISEVERYTHING at the checkout. All the links and all the information are in the description. On with the show. Matt, how are you and what are you excited about? Andrew. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, um, yeah, I'm good. I'm in a festive spirit. This is, just to note, straight in there, this is our last episode of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's coming up to Christmas in the next few days. So, you know, I'm settling in, getting in the mood. Nice. And that is making me excited. But equally, as if that weren't a, a Christmas time festive gift enough, <laughs> um, you were talking recently mm. about this idea of three-year chunks based uh, yep. on Bjork's Sonic Symbolism podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, God, my memory is working, I like this working hard. I yeah. like this tie-in. <sighs> oh, you're getting professional, you are. Yeah, I know, you know, Slow it down. Oh, yeah, calm down. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and this idea of, yeah, three-year chunks in your life of, yeah, blocks where things happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I am nearing the end of a three-year chunk of my own. Okay. It spreads. Oh, you should listen like, to the podcast. I should, yeah, I know that guy Andrew. He's got some great tips. <laughs> that's, um, that's it. Yeah, I like it. The cut of his jib. The um, so yeah. In the last three years, mm. I've been doing many different things. Mm. With, based on a kind of instinctual uh, drive and motivation, mm-hmm. uh, and some things which are kind of like bigger projects, some things which are just exploratory and fun. Uh, but in the last couple of weeks, and okay, I'm going to preface this entire story mm-hmm. by if you, if you're wanting me to conclude this and wrap it up very specifically, you might be in for disappointment. That's not because... what this podcast is about. And they know <laughs> if you've jo- if you're listening to this podcast and you're aiming for anything of a succinct nature, you've got another thing coming. I think everyone's come here for long drifting stories with no real resolution with... or meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Just my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically I think sometimes in these periods you can, you can be, w- feel like you're wallowing sometimes like because you're following your instincts and maybe there's an overarching concept of what you're aiming for mm. but it the, it's not fully formed and clear mm. uh but in the last couple of weeks i had a bit of a a light bulb moment mm. that defined my destination extremely well and that it's not ready to share, which is why I'm being a bit vague about it. Okay. Um, so, but we've kind of spoken along the way in the last couple of years mm. about various component parts 
Um, so yeah, I have an idea for a thing mm-hmm. that I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, and I've had that idea for a couple of years, mm-hmm. maybe three years, maybe lo- longer. Um, but it was, it was a concept. So it was, it's very, uh, vague in detail, but I had some ideas that under, in, underpinned it and everything I've, my realization recently was I know exactly what to do now. Mm-hmm. And the most exciting thing about it is that all of the things that I've just been talking about, which felt a little bit uh, directionless or lacking to some direction, are are entirely defined by this new goal. Nice. So the goal is the same, right? Mm-hmm. And the activities I've been undertaking uh, over the last few years for my own amusement, my own knowledge, my own experience, my own interest are the same. I've just joined the dots and it's all clicked and it clicked in the most unlikely time. Obviously it happened whilst I was driving because mm-hmm. that's when that's the, the best, best ideas come to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, driving in silence is my favourite thing. And... um Yes, yeah, so it all clicked. And since that moment, I can't stop thinking about it. I, okay. I, I'm so driven now. I wake up every day with an absolute clarity as to what the destination is and how to get there. Right. But, but not in terms, I'm not very planny. Like I don't write it down in terms of a week one, week two, mm-hmm. here's what I'm going to do. It's more, I know where I'm going. So I, I can imagine all the bits that need to come into into play mm-hmm. for the stars to align. Um, and so I just keep, it, that gives me motivation to do all the little boring jobs that add up to the sum of something exciting. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And like relish the, relish the moment. Like it's, like I say, I, I, you know, I feel like m- moments of any kind of clarity I find are so rare. Mm. And like you say, they, they do feel like they come in these long three-year chunks. And often, I mean, I don't know about you and, and, and this particular sort of revelation, but or revelation, sorry. Like, I often find it's usually like obvious. I just didn't think of it that way. Or like, for me personally... Like it's usually about unblocking ideas or unblocking thoughts and really kind of getting out of my own way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know about you, like you're saying you had this idea for a while, you know, is it, was it kind of a, a long time or a long kind of a long-term goal and now you just see it clearer or is it like, you know, like a new, a new, new sum of components that that, that you kind of, Make, seems to make sense now, you know. Uh, a bit of both. It's it's something I've wanted to do for a while, mm. and but it, again, it is the sum of everything. I couldn't have done it at any other time. Sure. I think maybe maybe we talk about <laughs> you know revelations with age on here quite mm-hmm. a bit, but. I don't think if I'd have presented this to myself 10 years ago, I would know how to, I don't, I wouldn't know enough. Mm -hmm. 
or have had enough experience or time in the world to take something on. Um, but equally, if you, <laughs> I think if you'd known me forever, mm-hmm. you might go, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, sure, <laughs> like, sure, sure. It's, it's not like, uh, cool, I'm, this is my last podcast, off to Florida, joining NASA, <laughs> see you in space. <laughs> That's it. None of that. And it's, so it's more that, I think there's a lot, a lot of uh, importance in refining, um, to use this podcast as an example, mm-hmm. you know, we're constantly, it's this thing, this tiny setting, this little thing, this mm-hmm. angle, this whatever, mm-hmm. just you're constantly tweaking along the way to, mm-hmm. to hone in on what you think your vision is. Yeah. And your vision is, I'd say, quite consistent, mm-hmm. um, especially at concept stage. So at the very beginning, it's just a big idea mm-hmm. and it's very easy to imagine the end goal because it's there's nothing in your way. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you start, you, re- you realise, uh, whilst you know, in concept initially it was A to B, mm-hmm. you'd go, I'm here and I want to do this. Mm-hmm. That's very straightforward, mm-hmm. one step. Uh, and then... I think the longer you spend thinking about it, researching it and doing like making a start, the 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 longer that timeline then becomes. Mm. And you go, Oh, actually my vision was for ten years, you know. Uh and then you have to kind of rationalise with yourself, all right, do I really want that? Is that am I excited now? And why am I excited now? Am I excited because of what it is, or am I excited because it's different to my life now? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in 10 years, like, can I be bothered? <laughs> sure, I, sure. I like to spend 10 years doing it. And mm. that is a, a serious question. Mm. Like I made you laugh, but it, it's, if, if you get a year in, two years in, and maybe you've spent time and money mm. on this idea, can you be bothered in a year to get up and do the same thing? Is it going to still drive you? Is it going to interest you? Are you going to be still as excited? And those things are actually really important to consider because you can waste time, but I don't even think that's the most important thing um, because I don't really believe any time is truly wasted. Um, You can, but you can kind of uh, like wear yourself out a little bit Mm -hmm. in chasing something which you don't actually want. Yeah, and it's, um, it's whittling down that idea as well. I think it's like a constant, like a, uh, uh, like a concentrate type thing or concentrate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like in that you're trying, you have an idea, and I think it can be so easy to. I've been talking about it a lot with my wife, and it is like the journey. Like you don't have a good idea at the beginning. You have Mm -hmm. an idea or an idea. (laughs) She's lovely. Um, An idea. And, uh, and then you work towards having a good idea. Does does Mm -hmm. that make sense? I feel like you start off with a, with a very wide, big picture. And then, and then actually it can be so easily to kind of fall off the boat or fall out of the boat, I suppose, or off the train, whatever, to like get to the good idea. 
which is usually after a few rounds of sort of trying things out, testing things, trying to kind of look at, you know, even if it's like, well, we're going to do this. And then, you know, you start looking into, I don't know, for argument's sake, you start looking into like the legal aspect of something or like the, mm-hmm. the tax aspect of something or whatever. And then you're like, okay, right, this isn't a good idea. But I liked my big idea. Can I still, you know, can I still make that work on that way? And 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 I think that's always an interesting journey. Like I feel like that's mm-hmm. the real and for the want of a better word, like shit test for for something is that like, can you be bothered to go through those hoops to get to the good idea? Do do you know what I mean? Which is sound and, and, or maybe not a good idea, but a good plan. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're right. A plan is like step two. mm. Um, But there's a nice, where I'm at is like, I'm quite clear Mm. about the big picture thing. Mm. And I think that's really, it's really important because it's, it is your, if you're going to get corporate about it, mm. it's your, you know, your philosophy, sure. your, uh, your mantra, direction, mm. ethos. Yeah. All these like your guiding light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I find, I find that personally really important because it, in, in it, everything falls from it. And I, I run the risk of sounding like a, some kind of corporate motivational speaker, mm. here. but, um, <laughs> go team, you can do it. Um, yeah, everything kind of falls from it. So if you're not clear about it, it's too early to make the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of, you just got to grind through that vision and go, okay, well, if that's how it's going to be, what am I going to do? Sure. Right. What am I going to physically do? So I wake up every day, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And you go, well, I don't want to do that bit. Well, then you don't do that bit. Sure. If you don't like the, don't like the idea of it, sack it off okay. and go, okay, well, do I need to do that? Okay. If not, then cool. I can crack on. If I, if that's really important to the vision, can I get someone else to do it? Okay. That's probably going to cost money. Can I afford to pay someone else to do it? Mm. Um, and you kind of go through all these ideas, but being re- you have to be, I think what I've learned, you have to be entirely true to yourself and go, yeah, what, what do I want to do every day? Do I want to run, walk, sit, <laughs> fly? <laughs> like what, where do I want to be? Do I want to sit at a desk? Do I want to use my hands? Do I want to stand up? Do I want to work with people? Do I want to work on my own? You know, all of those, those things are the things that, yeah, are really important to consider. So yeah, long nice. story short, I'm super psyched. And I guess over time, I'll uh, unveil, peel back the layers of the onion and make you cry. Are you? Are you kind of a? Uh, are you kind of? Um, and I suspect you are. So it's a loaded question. Are you someone who's kind of quite guarded until it's like you won't tell anyone until it's like here it is, like ready, hundred percent, or like you know, ninety nine point eight. Yes. Right, okay. I, I, I think without a shadow of a doubt. Okay. Um, so I fell into your loaded question trap, ah! but it's true. <laughs> the, I don't know. I don't know why. And I think I've maybe got- There's nothing wrong with I've it. Got, I just wondered. I just no, felt no, like no, you were no. that kind of person. Yeah, yeah. I've got more comfortable with with just going, yes, I'm like that. Mm. 
but equally I've maybe relaxed sure. my maybe purist stance. Mm-hmm. But I kind of, I really like saying I've done this. Sure. And then yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. there's, there's no, you've, you've, maybe you can get some, I'm not saying you work and t- like lock yourself in a dark room for mm. another three years and then pop out <laughs> sure. and go, here you go. Um, I'm more saying that I like to, I like to kind of get expert opinion on the what's and the why's mm. as in the functional stuff. Like maybe you need some software. Sure. What software do I need? Mm. Well, that's, it's pretty generic stuff that, can save you time just asking people and bouncing ideas a little bit. Oh, you don't want to do that because in my experience, you want to do this. Mm. You know, okay, cool. I didn't, that would have taken me three days to figure out via Google. Mm. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I, I, and I don't, I don't aspire to be, to say, I'm going to do this. Okay. Because I, Anytime I've done that and it hasn't happened, I'm just like, it doesn't make me feel good. Sure. Because, I, yeah, I just really like to go, well, I've done it now and, and I'm ready to is. kind of, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, sure. it's unquestionable, you know, mm. um, and it's it's definite. Because um, I I might say, if I said on this podcast, this is exactly what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And then my leg falls off in two years or uh, it's, I realise my, <laughs> plan, my plan is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got you know, to, it's or, like there's timed, like, what's it? There's, I'm sure it's a thing in games where it's like, oh, you've been poisoned. You've got like five more turns or something like that until, <laughs> until you're dead. Do you know what I mean? Like that's it. Live your life. Two yeah. years. Even, when, even if you're like swimming on Red Dead, the, the health thing goes yeah, like this. And you're like, oh, Chicken have away. I got time to make it back to the shore? <laughs> check, check my watch. Classic. Um, yeah, but I think, yeah, I could, I, yeah, like I say, I could have shared all mm-hmm. right now. It's very easy to do and quite alluring. I, I like. I think it takes a lot of like self control. If, if I'm, ex- yeah, if I'm mm. excited, I have I'm none. Just, I'm on a, Tell the world, <laughs> but but if if then I do hit a, you know, some kind of like you say, uh, reason why I can't do it. It mm. might be out of my control. Might be like a legal thing. Like I say, like, it might be mm. like a structural. Might be financial. Might be whatever. Mm. It might just not be possible. Then I don't want to turn up in a few months with my tail between my legs going. You're like, oh man, how's that thing you were so excited about going? And I'm like, sure. oh yeah, you know, I'm now, yeah, canned it. Sure. Well, well, you know, it's sensible. Just, just... It's, it's, I, 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 it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, um, uh, no, yeah, there was no, no reason or meaning. Uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm entirely the opposite. I, I cannot wait to tell someone what I'm going to do in, for the same reason, really, in that you like, I understand, I can understand the allure of, well, it's done. Whereas I like, I'm doing it, and it's happening. It's, well, they know now, and it's happening. So, do you feel? Do you feel more um, like? Does that drive you more? Do you feel more like held to account by you? Like, yeah. oh, people now know. So I have so to I better do it, or I'll, or yeah, I'll feel yeah. bad. So that's okay. so I kind of use it like a punishment, like a future punishment yeah. hanging over me, to kind of just because re- I know that will that will push that will push me. 
Like there is, a, I definitely have a sense of like, I'll show them inside me that pushes me a lot of the way. I'm sure it's not a really, I'm sure it's not a healthy thing, probably. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I think but it's I feel like it's just... like, it get, I, I'm like, I want to, it's not even against, it's an invisible force, but it's like, it's, I feel like, I feel like a dog that's kind of been like beaten up in the corner or something and the dog's like, still got more left in here. Do you know what I mean? Like kind of thing. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of my mantra really. I like the underdog. I like, so I feel like having those things there and like, well, I've got to do it. I've said it, it's happening. You can't stop yeah, me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? But um, if I was a more sensible person, I wouldn't. Cause mm-hmm. you're right, it'd be rubbish if you couldn't. And then you'd be like, oh, actually. So I don't know if it's a yeah, bit. I, th- I think it's just, a, it depends what drives you. Sure. I think just different, it's different person to person. Yeah, yeah. I I also really like surprises, so I like to sure. I like to just sit here entirely quiet and then go surprise. Ah, uh, that but then but, I'm bad no, at no, surprises. But, I just want to tell the person that I've spent like with my son. Like if we buy him a present or something, I'm like, do you want to just give it to him now? Because <laughs> I just want to see what he, you know, I want to see what he thinks about it now. You know, nice. So, so yeah, I'm sure there's a hell. I don't know. I'm sure yours is an ultimately healthier lifestyle. Do you, do you, could you give us a genre of the oh, task? No way. No way. Is that way too close? No, no, no. Okay. It's just, it's too, it's too specific. Too specific. Uh, so as in well, like, just, what, you know, like it's not, it's not the manufacture of missiles. Like what kind of. <laughs> no, I can. It's I not, can it's not. Um, definitely confirm it's not that. It's not a haberdashery in Kingston. Have a dash in Kingston. Is that a band? It should be. <laughs> should be. Uh, closure in Moscow. That's it. Have a dash in Kingston. Um, yeah, it's not that either. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm I mean, not going to keep playing. You know that guessing game of like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> say no until you say yes. Okay. Oh, I finally got it. So this podcast is guessing with Andrew and Matt. Yeah, I mean, we uh, get yeah. there eventually. I think. Anyway, what I'll do is I'll do that nice deflection tactic of going, so Andrew, what are you excited about? <laughs> you know what, actually, I, and this is kind of will become more and more apt. And maybe again, coming into a new year, something I should really reflect upon. Okay. The things I'm excited about, I'm still excited about is the problem. I have my week, uh, the idea of a weekly excited about isn't really my kind of lunar cycle. I kind of like to really dwell in something I'm excited about and absorb it more and more and more until I've sort of drained the well dry. Of which I heard a lovely saying uh, the mm-hmm. other day. Apparently it's an Arabic saying that says, along the lines of, if your lover is honey, be careful not to lick it all up. If your lover is honey, be careful. Right. And, I thought, and I thought that was actually quite, and I was like, God, that's kind of my life really. I'd just like to kind of get into like one honey. thing and then just get to the bottom of the well and then just like, right, I'm ready. Next. Yeah, that's it. I've done six months. <laughs> Next thing. So, I but you say that's a problem. I don't see any, that's, there's consistency in that. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. If, if you're if you like, I'm into painting models and went out and spent all your money on painting models this week. Yeah. You, next week, oh, I've been them all. Now I'm doing no, no, no. Kingston. I'll see know. it through. I'll see it through. But yeah, yeah. Just, just, just further down the rabbit hole of those things. But I felt mm-hmm. like it was strangely apt in that we saw each other 
Oh, in, he did in, in real skin, real skin persons. And uh, yeah, we went did. to, um, we went to the UK for a week, um, for our first outing as a, a full family unit. It was a, it was very difficult, but uh, inevitably, it's quite nice. Like we had some really, really nice days. We got to, we got to, got round to everything. Obviously, you know, our, my one-year-old son is kind of front and center of everything that we do. And kind of, we're just kind of a slave really to that schedule. And, and so it certainly made for, we definitely, I consider now post, uh, uh, um, post, I wouldn't call it a vacation, post sentence. Experience. (laughs) Post uh, uh, post prison that we this is kind of now <laughs> or post fact yeah this is the this is the holiday um, okay. uh, coming home but um, it was really nice we went around and, and saw everyone and it was really nice to get in the Christmas spirit and it was really nice to kind of we did get some really good days I mean maybe there to see um, family um, but it was really really nice we got to kind of drive around some of the nicer parts of of England and kind of all the, the kind of nice, uh, appreciate how nice Surrey is. It's a lovely, it's a lovely borough. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I suppose I don't even know what Brighton is. Sus- no, it's not Sussex. It's not Kent. It is East, East Sussex. East Sussex. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we, we did that for a whole week and kind of had like an itinerary and things to do every day. But on our, literally on our last day, we managed to finally see each other in the in the flesh we're not for very long albeit but we were hoping that at some point we'll get together and be able to actually do an episode together but we actually uh saw each other yeah it was more than a high in the street but less than a like hey what do you want to do today sure yeah exactly exactly so we're we're hoping that maybe in the the new year we can do some together but i thought it was interesting like you were saying and i've kind of mused upon it uh, since how considering how frequently we talk to one another actually seeing each other in the flesh was somewhat unusual. It's really like, I don't think I've had, I actually don't think I've had many, oh, I guess maybe I've like worked with people mm-hmm. who you've, you've met once or twice or, mm-hmm. or never. Um, but this is, this is considering, I guess the subject matter mm-hmm. of this is quite, this is work a little bit, but it's yeah. a little bit, it's quite, it's quite personal. Some work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, it's just very, I've never spent as much time talking to one person <laughs> about so much shit <laughs> and over so long a period. Huh. And then, yeah, I, I was actually, do you know what my first thought was mm. when you turned up? I was like, well, you look more 3D. <laughs> <laughs> You can see all around. You can see. You can see the back yeah, of my I was head. Like, Whoa! <laughs> yeah, it's a really odd thing. But I guess oh. it's like you know. Uh, I think I said at the time, like when people have like a pen friend or whatever, mm-hmm. back in the back in the day, and that you're writing to your mate in Germany for a year or mm. two, and then you meet up. Like, Whoa! You look so much different. Although I know what you look like because video calls and all that. Yeah, but I think it is like, you know, I think it's it, it's. Uh, I think kind of like the image that you hold of someone I think is an interesting element in the same way of like, it is kind of being updated 
upon a frequency of kind of seeing one another and that you kind of have an image of that person in your head. And obviously the more you see each other, the kind of, I feel like the more detailed that is. Like I think the classic thing is always like, oh, what colour eyes does so-and-so have? And then you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I've yeah. Ne- I, and it's like, oh, you know, what colour eyes does your mum have? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know what colour eyes my mum has. Like, you know, th- those kinds of uh, uh, sort of discussions. And also, you know, and obviously like certainly post someone's death as well, people are like, I can't really like remember what they look like very well. Mm-hmm. You know, or you, you kind of start to blur the lines. And I think it's an interesting, for example, even for example, with things like books or um, anything where, either you had an image of a person, like I've not often been in a situation where I've either read something before it's become something visual. Cause I was usually get into something because of something visual. Then I've chosen to read something. Mm-hmm. And then I just imagine whoever played those, that, you know, that character in the film. But like, if you read something and then they make a film of it, like I feel like that could also be really jarring depending on how you imagine them as a, Definitely. But, you know, also person. the the um, what's it called? If you've ever met anyone who you know, like off the internet mm. or something like that, sure. so you see them regularly, Mm-mm. and then you meet them in person, mm. it's quite weird. Um, so this is kind of you're like my internet friend. Really. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, this some podcasts have have got kind of rules about only doing in person. I wonder how it would change the podcast. I wonder if there would be a different dynamic. I don't know. We'll, ha- we'll have to see. We should do it I'm one day. Definitely, honestly. You can be in one room. Like- I'll be in the other. <laughs> <I'll> be- <laughs> <laughs> next door. That's it. That's it. Almost like two to- toilet cubicles next to each other. Exactly. Exactly. So you can't see each other. Um, yeah. No, I think we- an in-person one has to be a thing. I'm, I am, I mean, I think... This works quite well for both of us. I love coming to Iceland. Sure, I mean, it's uh, easy, right? And you love being in Iceland. I love being <laughs> so, in Iceland. So I love being That there. is a nice setup. So, yeah, I feel I feel a trip coming on. Do it. I can confirm. Yeah, it's it's so great to come. Coming home is kind of what Iceland's about, I think. You even get, you know, a welcome and home at the airport and you're like... Oh, well, sorry. I just said welcome home. Like a little, they, you know, you give them your your card, your ID card or whatever, and then you get a little welcome oh. home. You're like, oh, thanks, I'll take That's that. That's nice. I could have done, I really, and honestly, the guy knew that I really needed it as well. And I, he took pity on me because, yeah, certainly, um, yes, it's, we have definitely realised, as well we should, just how hard it is to move as a family unit and how many moving pieces that is. I mean, I can't even think about moving another child when that happens <laughs> I, I don't know how you I don't know how you do that I haven't learned that skill I've only just learned about one vaguely so moving that many moving pieces somewhere it, it it's a real skill and, and we're lucky you know my son is a calm child who generally kind of just kind of gets on with stuff so yeah I, I mean I'm sure kicking and screaming and the like are, are imminent, but yeah, it was certainly, it was cool. But what was nice was what was uh, like coming back and obviously he, he's never been to the UK. So not only obviously is everything very like removed, i.e. like going on a plane and like explaining mm-hmm. that to him and kind of, 
not that he would really understand, but showing him along the way, like obviously like, you know, we had a window seat. So like looking through the clouds or whatever, like, I don't know if that could even, we had a chance of that really registering. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's funny going to places that are so familiar to us. You know, regularly we drove past, just sort of naturally trying to see people. We drove past where we we used to live. I drove past where I used to grow up, where I used to grow, where I grew up. Um, (laughs) You know, even obviously we went down to Brighton and everything. And we're like, we used to be there all the time. Um, And yeah, and like to show- What's that like? Nostalgic or are you kind of uh, Yeah, like it was nice when it's nice, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, it's- it's um it, you know it's still jarring for us i think me the most maybe more than sophia just as like i spend so much time by myself like other than seeing those two and so seeing a lot of people and like just the space of it like england is very compressed mm-hmm. in comparison so that i find that quite difficult and i find it quite like not suffocating, but a little bit just, I can't feel like I can really relax. And I suppose maybe because we haven't got a place in England. Like if we had a house maybe or something in England still, you know, that would be maybe easy, much easier uh, as a transition. But certainly obviously with all the kind of intricacies of having a kid, like you just need so much stuff that you just couldn't bring with you. You have Mm -hmm. to find this stuff, you know, our family's really helped out a lot with that. But then, yeah, obviously like when, when we lived in the UK, we used to go to Brighton all the time. Um, and we would bump into each other all the time, mm-hmm. you know, funnily enough, down there. Um, and yeah, it's a strange, again, you, 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 it's kind of like, you know, um, depending on how often you see your parents or maybe someone, you know, sig- significantly above you in a few generations, mm-hmm. you notice, you know, age and stuff like that way more readily than if you saw them every day. Yes. You know, and so there's definitely like, it was really like, like for example, we went to Brighton and we went to the Flower Pot Bakery, which is the best. Uh, That's a good one. If, if it, it, uh, we used to go there all the time. They've got, they've expanded. They've now got like five different bakeries. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to go to the, I think, which is the original one. We used to go there all the time. So that was really nice to go back there. And it was like a beautiful, crisp, I love a good frosty, crisp morning. And we took um, my son to the Sea Life Center, which I'd actually never been to. Um, and that was great. I mean, perfect, perfect. Uh, it was a bit of a fly through. Like he's only got a short window. So he got tired pretty quickly. It was quite dark in there. But like mm-hmm. we got to see sharks and we got to see turtles. And so I really wanted him to see stuff he couldn't really see in Iceland. So that was really good. And he really, really enjoyed that. And obviously we got to, to hang out. But again, it was like, we came out and it was like a beautiful sun, like not sunset, but like a low sun over mm-hmm. the beach. And I was like, oh, all I want to do is sit here and show him stuff. But he was like, as you know, when I say, saw you, he was just crying for a nap. Like it was like, mm-hmm. uh, and that was kind of the feeling the whole time is like, we'd see, we'd be somewhere like we went to, um, I suppose kind of transitioning into, to Christmas, uh, like a family tradition that we have is Christmas tree day. And, oh, wow. and we kind of, um, every year without fail, I mean, I've not done it in a long time, but I started on my father's side. Um, it kind of houses a lot of our memories as kids in that 
every year and through varying guises and the changes within each family. You know, one time, like we used to got, get a minibus. We, that used to be a thing. We used to hire a minibus and my nan, God bless wow. her, would make like turkey roll, like turkey rolls, but like mm. basically a, an entire Sunday dinner or Christmas dinner in a sandwich. Like just, and my nan, very post very post-war generation uh, and kind of sort of embracing the freedom of post-rationing, I think, of just everything is just full fat butter, everything. like So it was all <laughs> nice. the calories you needed in, in a year. Um, and they would cook like all this this uh, this food and they would make mince pies. It was nice to come back and have mince pies. They don't really have them here. That was mm-hmm. great. Um, but yeah, so like we would do this this whole thing and go off somewhere and again we lived in London then so we used to obviously trek out to somewhere in Surrey or whatever I think it was Sheer actually is a place we went to a lot um mm-hmm. which I think is like Dorking way um and we used to go out there and cut down a Christmas tree and like one year we forgot the straps so we had to like literally hold it on to the roof through nice. the windows one year my nan fell in a hole like kind of, kind of. Did she get? Did she get out? Yeah, it was only like obviously yeah. where someone had dug out a tree or whatever. But um, but yeah, kind of. Uh, uh, as the family, you know, the family's, our family changes and kind of the perspective changes, you know, and uh, you know, as my sister and da 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 da, da like her family and you know that becomes the focal point. It's kind of changed over the years, so it was really nice to come back and do that with my son. Obviously, he's obsessed with Christmas trees at the moment, so um. Nice. So it was really, really nice to kind of do, come back and and kind of, uh, even though it was kind of not really Christmas yet, it was getting very Christmassy. We wanted to take him to see the Christmas lights in London, but we didn't get time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd like to do that. I have very strong memories of doing that as a kid. My auntie taking me to see that, like formative, probably, probably has defined me more than any memory. I just very much remember getting the bus with her from Stockwell into like Piccadilly and then basically uh, just just walking around, I think, literally just looking nice. at the lights. But now that is like that memory, seemingly whatever enjoyment I seem to have in that memory is now the reason why, I, that's why I love doing that anywhere. If there's any kind of town centre with just any Christmas lights there, I'm so like animated and invigorated <laughs> by by it. So um, so yeah, so it was, that was really, really nice. Um Nice, nice. How about you? It's funny funny you mention uh, this, the travelling with a child thing Mm. and like Christmas traditions, like big family in a minibus going to do this thing. Um, So I have like many traditions, but I think I've, I think, so I've been given my age, I don't have kids Mm. and, uh, but I've always thought that I'd want loads of them. Sure. Right. Uh, but I think it's just clicked for me that my entire basis for family, I mean, I had quite a big family, but not really. Is it Home Alone? <laughs> it's Home Alone, yeah. The whole thing sure. is based on Home Alone. Sure. Apart from the obvious uh, the obvious bit in the story when you leave your kid. Sure. Um, <laughs> the, but yeah, I think just just the, the chaos mm. of uh, making things happen on that kind of scale it's just really fun for me. Wow. Saying that. Like I'll be interested when I'm less, put, less kind of, if you know, like you can put a marker in a session. Can we put a marker on our lives at this point? 
and then and then let's Stake get in the ground. let's get. I mean, what's your kind of what numbers are we talking about here? But I think well, it- I said I said when me and Soph on our first date we talked about it. Uh, Soph said she didn't want any, and I said I wanted six. <laughs> uh, so sure, and it's, we've been at, we've been at Mexican standoff, chipping away. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because also we don't neither of us compromise or sure. like we're very you know yeah. I say neither of us compromise. We're we're just very. As soon as you know that if what if you if you give an inch, sure, take them all. Yeah, before the other person, okay. oh, then it's a crumbling fortress. So um, anyway, well, well, I'm sure we'll work it out. But I, I do think that I, I could tend to fall for quite a romantic idea of this sure. kind of thing. Sure. So, the, uh, and in thinking about it, I actually really like my own space and time. Mm-hmm. I like things to be, you know, organized and where I left them. Mm-hmm. And uh, No chance. No, no, exactly, chance. exactly. Yeah. And uh, I grieve, so. I grieve. I, it, like I say, my son's just turned one and we're like, oh, without I, without a shadow of a doubt, the best best year of my life. Like, no, ch- no anything. Like like I say, we, we have spoken about it to, you know, we've got friends who are about to have a kid and we're kind of talking to, it was kind of nice to catch up with them and obviously for our friends to meet uh, uh, my son. And um, yeah, like you know, I but I still grieve for my free time. Like there, there, mm. there is still. I'm like, oh, just the idea that nothing's going to happen mm. next. I think that's kind of where we're at. It's like just the idea that oh, nothing's going to happen later. It's not like yes, because you. It's even it's unless, not even about having you the time. You get the time. Yeah, like, oh, I've got about an hour. But I miss the feeling of like nothing is going to happen in an hour. No, nothing's going to happen. The day is mine. You know, if mm-hmm. if like I say, I like I like my own company a lot, and 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 that works perfectly. You know, it's you know it's how you you work out your relationship. If that makes sense, the 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 things the reason we're married, the reason why we got together is like Sophia likes her own doing her own stuff, and I like doing my own stuff. So it's brilliant. Literally, the the reason we knew is I was like, "Hey, do we want to see each other today?" And she was like, "No, I'm busy." And I was like, "Brilliant! I <laughs> that's it. Do you want to get married? Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> because uh, I this brilliant that you know, go and do your own things. But yeah, it's, yeah, the idea that something it will stay where it was, or just like I say, the idea. I, the, we had friends we spoke to who were in England who were about to have a kid and. I was like, if there's anything you want to do, like anything you want to take up, any itch you want to scratch, honestly, I can't, you need to do it. There will be no time, mm. you know? And again, I like, like we're talking about mental blocks and, and what have you, like I hate having anything hanging over me. So it kind of, the idea that like I've got a small amount of time and then stuff's going to happen. I don't like that at all. So again, it's like that's, impen- impending doom. Yeah, it's just like, and it makes you rush. And it's like, oh, you've only got an hour, like get on with it, you know, whatever. And so it's good. It's a really good driving force for like getting things done. Certainly as a professional, in my professional life, it's really pushed me because it's like a new, not that I needed more weight, but it's more like you got to get that money. You know, you got to, you know, you got to do this and, you know, it needs a coat and it needs a thing and, Da, 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 da. you know like that kind of dad weight is is really really yeah. good but yeah I, I grieve for that time I did interrupt you though 
we're talking about like, did you have like Christmas traditions in your, in your family? Oh (laughs) yeah. So, okay. So I have yeah some quite strong traditions, Mm -hmm. which have kind of changed over time. You know, uh, there's, I've got nieces and nephews in my family now. Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's more people and they're, you know, people do their own thing a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but there's still some core stuff. Um, but and I was thinking actually, cause I'm maybe starting to build my own traditions, I guess. Nice. Even, even without kids. Um, and the other, the other day, mm-hmm. so it was my birthday recently and, um, for my birthday, I was gifted, uh, tickets to, well, a ticket cause I'm just one person, but, um, with other, with others mm-hmm. to a, a concert, um, at a venue I keep mentioning, it seems. I seem to go back every bloody week at the moment. <laughs> um, Brighton Dome. Mm. And I went to a uh to see an orchestra. And so that was that was but that was the nice. that was the, the that was the pitch, if you okay. like. So Scrooge over here was like, Oh great, I can sit and uh, muse over classical music and mm. you know, really dig deep. And uh so I turned up and it was a Christmas concert okay. with an orchestra plus choir uh, where you all sing along you get yeah. given a lyric sheet or oh right okay audience participation right okay sure. yeah so yeah. and then uh, so I went oh right okay so <laughs> <laughs> imme- immediately I could tell why that wasn't the pitch sure. because because you know I like having fun mm. but if you'd said do you want to go to a big place sing lots of very happy cheesy Christmas songs with loads of people sure. I'd have probably said no that said I'm I'm happily converted okay and, uh, it was actually the most fun and then the following night uh, another friend of mine was um, said do you want to come to this gig and just I was like okay yeah and he said well I bought tickets anyway so you're coming <laughs> Which is always, I like that, mm. proactive. And uh, it was for a band called The Longest Johns, who uh, are like piratey kind of mm. goodness. And uh, again, I'm like, well, I don't know what to expect. I don't know mm. these guys, never heard of it. Uh, and But they're quite, like all of these things are quite jolly and like, sure. you know, la, 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 let's all yeah. sing along and smile and laugh, which is not maybe something I always look for in my music. Mm. Uh, no smiling, and uh, <laughs> but I, I have to say, like in in the run up to a kind of a cheery period of supposed joy uh, that Christmas is all about, um, it's been really nice to participate in things that are <laughs> like lighthearted and fun. Mm. Which is, I mean, shot. It's a, it's a shocking revelation, you know. Oh, I'm stop entirely the, with stop you. the press. I'm entirely with you. I, I, it's ever since I was a kid, I've hated any or direct, not hate. I mean, no, hated, hated and directly opposed any kind of kind of masquerade, any kind of, I don't know, not cheesiness. It's just kind of, it's just, I just don't like it. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like, I would never choose those things. It's mm-hmm. maybe, uh, I, I don't, 
yeah, I don't want to have a good time. I want to sit by myself. <laughs> I want to sit by myself. Like, and I, I've, I have some friends who are completely the opposite and they would love, you know, to go and see a show and go and do a thing. And I'd like to go and see a show, but I'd like to go and see a show about murder. Do you know what I mean? Like, or about like a deep philosophical thing. And it turns out he Mm -hmm. was a thing and this is a, that, and there's a big twist and you don't really get any resolution, but you're left feeling horrible. You know, that's my idea of fun. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. (laughs) And, uh, but I think the times I have found myself in that, like a friend took us to um, a Beatles, like, uh, let it, I think it's called Let It Be or something. I don't know. Some Let kind it of Beatles. Something like that. Some kind of show anyway. It was like a proper, you know, theatre show cool. or whatever. And l- luckily, again, reason for the marriage, Sophia feels the same. But it was like, oh, and we got you tickets to go and see this thing. And obviously me and Sophia were like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. You know, and again, like you say, people were standing up straight away. The guy looked nothing like the Beatles, but... <laughs> They played the songs and they went through the years and the, the different eras or whatever. And everyone started singing and then everyone stood up. And you know, when everyone stands up at a show and I'm like, my You really? wait till the very last socially acceptable <laughs> seconds. <laughs> like basically bar, bar taking. All right then. Yeah. Bar taking someone's wheelchair. Like I'm kind of, <laughs> kind of like, yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm a seating kind of, I'm a seating kind of guy. And, uh, or standing if everyone else is standing. I mean, if How there's no choice. About, you know, when, you know, when, uh, uh, if you've ever been to a concert and, and the, whoever's on stage goes, okay, right. Everyone on the floor. Oh no. Get, crouches. Yeah. <laughs> is that, does that evoke the same emotion? I hate being told to do anything <laughs> in any, don't, look at me don't tell me to do anything i just i'm there to watch you in silence and and i'll clap in and i will clap and if you're and if i you've moved me i'll whoop but i mean oh nice you know come on um but i just i'm just not there to have that that kind of a good time it's not it's just not what i want i want to think about stuff and look at you and look at what you're doing. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to enjoy myself like that. It's just not how I enjoy it. No, fair. Everyone I'm expresses boring, themselves I'm in so different boring, ways. boring AF, but it's just, but the times I have to, to bring this to around to any kind of point, the times I have, and that one time we did end up standing up and singing, let it be and whatever. And we did have a good time and it was funny. And um, someone, <laughs> someone, I just have a memory of <laughs> Like, you know, the whole, everyone's dying to put the lighters up in some, any, just give me something to do or whatever. And the, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know why this is not even funny. The person, <laughs> person if, everyone like, people started putting their phones up um, <laughs> and they obviously turn their flashlight on or whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> and someone in front of us had their face the other way. <laughs> But just thought, fine, just thought, fine. So all they were doing was just waving their flashlight like across our eyes. faces, just like facing completely the other way. But they didn't seem to care about it. It was, it was, and good for them. They shouldn't, they didn't yeah. need to. But we thought that was so funny that they didn't. They just, I don't know. They just sort of took a picture of their face and then obviously just kind of nice. did this. Um, 
So I do enjoy it. And so I can empathize with what you're saying. I do end up enjoying those situations. If really forced into them in a socially inexcusable, I couldn't back out tickets there on the table. Yeah. I've got and I think all they also have to be like this orchestra one was mm. like a two part thing with an interval. Oh nice. Uh, and so you have some chance to talk to your friends who you've mm. gone with. Uh, and I think they have to be long enough to win you over. Mm. Like if it was half an hour, I'd be like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. But I haven't had to break through my miserable stubbornness <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to, to like, so the second half I was like singing along and mm. I realised I knew loads of the words and it was actually very lighthearted and very well put together. Lots mm. of like medleys and instrumental breaks. So it was, it was interesting. Mm. Uh, what kind of and like was there a was there a were they religious carols or I mean all carols are religious right or was it more Christmas yeah, I think songs? So. They they started out with some kind of more Jesus focused ones, sure. uh, and then my personal favourite was that uh, partridge in a pear tree one. Ah, That's, five gold rings, everyone. Yeah, the fa- yeah everyone yeah, yeah. you know shout everyone out. knows five gold rings. But there's also the they had a great drummer. Uh, like a, a jazz type drummer okay. sat at the side and we were at the side just so it's just below us and uh, obviously it's, is it nine drummers drumming or whatever it is sure. uh, drum break and it was great and like he shredded it it was nice. great and um, so yeah it was interesting and I've always liked I've just always liked um, I'd like I just love the idea, I mean, I've never participated in anything, in anything like a choir. Mm. I did when I was a kid, I think. but Or an orchestra where there's like millions of people. But everyone working together for the common goal is mm. so powerful. Yeah. Uh, and it's there's nothing quite like it. I was like, there's literally like a hundred singers and there's probably another what, 50 or maybe more in the... Uh, orchestra thing. So you're like, that's a lot, that's loads of people. It's completely acoustic. Mm-hmm. I think they had a couple of like room mics for the, I think they were just for monitoring the orchestra for the singers maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so they could stay in time. Um, but yeah, it's completely acoustic in this massive room. I just, I just there's nothing like it. It's the orig- like it. original God, you know, like you think of, if, if you've ever been to like the Vatican or something like that, you know, Never. when you think of like, or anything, Stonehenge, you know, any, any, we, you know, we take in the same way we take for granted the idea of awe. Like, mm-hmm. there's actually relatively few arranged occasions for awe to be awesome. Like, yeah, to be awed, to be in awe, yeah, of of, yeah. of something. And you think, you know, that like awestruck is it, the word of it. Yeah, yeah, even like a even in your local village by far the biggest building would be the church. And mm-hmm. it, you would, you know, it would be the biggest building you know, maybe. And and that would inspire. And again, that idea that you would probably build that in the centre of the community in a higher place. And the idea is that you would think about God is always kind of watching you and, you know, is kind of elevated and all this kind of stuff. And it's what there's kind of an, an element of, you know, obviously even traditionally as well, some kind of protection, probably the biggest stoniest, sturdiest kind of building community da 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 like there's a bad storm maybe you'd go there maybe if there was invaders or something you'd go there as well like and you know you scale that up it is or you would you would believe there was a god because 
Do, do you know what I mean? As in, it, it would be like, I know, yeah. Wah. And again, the same thing with with why singing is such a thing. And again, like the idea of like choir and stuff like this. You know, you imagine that in a big church, you would feel the spirit of the occasion. Do, do you know what I mean? Like totally. I think it's just the act of doing uh, something together, mm. uh, some community togetherness kind of vibes. It's you know tried and tested. Um, mm. I think everyone agrees it's nice. Uh, and even in uh, that film I was talking about the other week, uh, Banshees of Anishirin, mm. there's a bit, uh, you know, they're on an island, but everyone comes together at the pub mm. in a, on an evening and they play music together. And, you know, it's there's this very old school, um, it's a very basic human thing. Mm. I even watched a YouTube video the other day where, literally a guy on the tube in London. And if, for anyone who knows the tube in London, it's quite a subdued occasion, um, which defies human uh, spirit <laughs> or, <laughs> sure. or something. Yeah, it's not, I don't find it very fun. Uh, and this guy went onto the tube and just started laughing, like completely, what's the word? Like kind of joke, like the Joker. Or maybe mm. just like he was having a great time <laughs> sure. but he just kept he just kept 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 laughing kept yeah. laughing and gradually everyone on the tube is laughing sure yeah infection and you're story, like yeah. you know it's 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 that kind of cheer and that kind of uh positivity is infectious Mm-mm-mm. um so yeah i think that's that's just what it is and that's what christmas is all about kids oh, yeah. um you know it is yeah, I think I, I, I jest, but it I, probably it just is, isn't it? Yeah, I think. I mean, you know, it's it's um, it's a funny, uh, uh, you know, e- e- even here. Funny enough, since um, since Christmas has, has come around, um, it's funny how like it there's a, like almost like a I've spoken to way more neighbours than I would ever have previously. You know, whether it's just about talking about Christmas lights at the moment and trying to arrange those or whatever like that. But like, it's such a nice, um, such a, yeah, such just, just an, an, even on a very primitive sense, like you say, like a nice occasion to, to, to be together for, for whatever, uh, for whatever reason. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think uh, regardless of, of, of anything like that, it's definitely, it's been interesting, you know, being so far away from our family, in in the UK or both of our families in the UK it was kind of one of the big things was going to England and actually being like oh yeah you have these other people in your life you know like who sort of care vaguely about you (laughs) you know like (laughs) you know like and and you've not met them yet or or whatever you know and and uh and like meeting our nans and granddad well it'd be his great nans basically on either side Um, oh nice and so, yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's funny, you know, your, the idea of family changes so much, uh, uh, as you get older. And, and like I say, now, you know, for us, whereas, you know, we started forming our own traditions as a married couple now, you know, everything is about our son, you know, and kind of like, okay, well, what would he want the most, you know? And like, yeah. uh, and, and again, being here, obviously there's different traditions as well and different occasions, but yeah, it was funny. Uh, you mentioned the carol service. Funny, a friend mentioned that there was going to be one here, and I was like, "Ah, oh, there is still like, you know, being sort of raised a Catholic under duress, um, <laughs> you know, as was the case. Kind of, you had to get into the school, and the da 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 da. Yeah, so it was kind of you just 
kind of happened. Um, but like hearing stuff like, you know, away in a manger and whatever, like you, it is, it does inspire that feeling, you know, like it does, it does, um, like I say, I'd, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to go to, as long as I didn't have to participate, I'd love to go to a cow, <laughs> to a cow. Well, the thing is, you, yeah, I, you, you don't participate to start with, you know, do oh. that kind of, if you've ever been to, uh, if church or whatever, then. Mm the kind of sideways singing thing. Sure. Yeah. You can just mumble. You kind of mumble your way sure, through sure. it. Yeah. But I, we, they, we were kind of one of the last few in the door. Mm. They only had one sheet left and there were four of us. Sure. Don't worry. Honestly, it, it, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. So I kind of, I was like, you know, uh, this, I was on one end and the person two away from me had it. And they, was when they started, you know, smashing out some of the hits. Mm. I um, I was raised Christian, I guess. I went sure. to, not like, I didn't go to a, a religious high school, mm. but it was a Methodist type sure. vibe um, in school. And I went to church a bit when I was a kid. Mm. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> those, all these tunes, like all of the, I, I knew all like, I'd say half the words, which sure. I think is quite yeah, generous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Considering it's not like a daily ritual of remembering them. Mm. Um, and I said to my friend, I was like, "Some my mind has a little section <laughs> that's dedicated to lyrics for Christmas hymn kind of things, yeah, just yeah. in case you ever need to sing along to them. And I can't, I couldn't find my keys the other day. Like, why? <laughs> sure, like, sure. can we not use a bit of that? Or maybe it's a different, maybe it's the, the long-term memory section, not the working memory. It's storage but like, ma- management you need. That's yeah, it. exactly. I need to, maybe I need to defrag my brain a bit. Um, <laughs> well, me and my but, friend, me and my friend Nick, we used to, uh, we realised we both were raised Catholic and uh, being kind of musicians, inevitably like, we, you know, it would come up at some point or whatever. And when we kind of clicked, like, oh, I didn't know you were raised, you know, he's, I can't remember what song he was singing. I think it was Gloria, I think it was Gloria or something. He was singing it. And I was, I knew the words. And so I sang along and we were just obviously laughing. And a thing we used to do for a long, long time was call each other up. And obviously like inevitably it would just be, we'd be <laughs> going about our lives and a, and a Catholic hymn would kind of just pop in somewhere and we'd ring each other up and start singing, you know, just don't, aunt, don't say hi, just start singing the song. And then the other would, would always join in. Like, and we, that was it. And we would hang up after that. That was, that was the only oh, kind perfect. of exchange. But for a long, long time, you forget how, entwined with your childhood. How ingrained it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, also, mm. given that it's Christmas and this is our last episode of the year. It is. I So, okay. Uh, you Whatever streaming service you use, mm. you might have a um, end of year thing. I thought it might be fun to compare, on, uh, compare notes on... Sure. Our listening habits of 2022. <laughs> well, this, I was going to say, it ties, you asked, uh, so kind of to give this some prenuptial, like you were saying that you had looked at, uh, at yours and you were surprised and you encouraged me that I should look at mine. And uh-huh. um, I didn't even know that my streaming provider of choice did one because okay, it's a very sure. famous one. Yeah, but. sure, sure. Yeah, and I think there's a caveat in that I have Spotify, but mm-hmm. I only seem to use it for stuff seemingly that's kind of fairly left field. Whereas I pre- predominantly, if I'm listening to music, and I think you'll see as we go through this, 
it kind of tells you this story in that my the music I listen to is the music I've bought that's on my phone and I, I can't I couldn't I, I did try to find if there was any statistics or anything like that but I don't maybe if I plugged it into iTunes or something I don't know maybe there mm-hmm. would be some kind of this is the thing you've played uh, the the most mm-hmm. but I think it seemed it, it I was shocked looking at I really was like wow I am I'm as boring as I thought as I, I but more boring than I thought <laughs> and more predictable than I thought and I was like can I even square this away from that I don't predominantly listen via this I see I oh I see what you're saying this isn't your main kind of method of consumption if you like yes but I think it also confirms both of them are still correct in that that the conclusion is seemingly it tells the same story in in that in, mm-hmm. and 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 you see as you kind of go through it we're, yeah and it's 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 a good thing to point out actually because you know obviously these kind of stats don't include when you listen to vinyl mm-hmm. or anything sure. else sure. and uh sometimes i view it a bit it's convenient mm-hmm. um i don't have a portable record player mm-hmm. um but also a bit like watching a trailer for a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll still go and watch the movie. Sure. But sometimes I'll check out the trailer first. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, and yeah, so like a lot of, a lot of, in fact, I can definitely back this up with uh, the utmost amount of, uh, you'll see when I start reading out what I've listened to. Mm-hmm. I can back this up with, what's the word? I've bought the record and I'm merely supporting the artists further sure, by sure. giving them them streaming dollars. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 to be fair, uh, 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 again, so many times I have the record and have, and have just, or even I have the record on my phone in a much higher quality, but for whatever mm. reason, I've chosen Spotify at that particular uh, minute. And again, the answers kind of uh, 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 sort of read the same. And I think it is you know, for whatever the give and take there is of it. I think it is an interesting idea to kind of review your habits in that sense. I've never mm-hmm. really reviewed my own music taste. It's just kind of happened. And I think funny enough, doing the podcast has really pushed me to actually be less of who I am and actually try and mm-hmm. find new music a little more often. Mm-hmm. Um, being that, for example, as far as, my sort of any roundup is, is that I stick with familiarity, (laughs) but at the same time look for uniqueness. So they're kind of, they seemingly contradictory, but it seems as though that like my, my, I just play a lot of the same things a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. But I think again, I, another reason that I've kind of reached for a streaming thing is also that like if I am trying to find something or listen to something left field or from another country or whatever that's kind of slightly harder to find, it seems like, you know, that maybe that's where that's kind of come from. But it was actually quite shocking. I was like, am I that predictable? And like, <laughs> Same. you know, that's exactly my resounding thought. Was there any top notes of, of your kind of right, roundup okay. that surprised you? In fact, the whole thing, the whole thing, why I brought this up, the whole thing surprised me uh, and not necessarily in a good way, okay. um, but just, it was surprising. Let me just find my, uh, my little screen grabs. So basically I am like, 
like you said, more predictable than I thought. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's actually just really stupid. It's a resounding stupidity. But I thought maybe in the in the spirit of you say you don't use, we can we can try a top trumps approach if you like. Compare, <laughs> sure. can go okay. through compare stats. All right, do you have a top something? Well, that's I've got a total amount of minutes. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Okay. What was yours? 32,878. Whoa. Okay, so again, for this is this is the picture. I have 6,487. Okay. Which is so an again, impressive an impressive trump. No, but in fairness, like we just said, uh if I there's no way of recording you know, music on your phone or music in uh, on vinyl or whatever. Yes. So maybe it's not a fair comparison. I don't know. I think I feel like, and again, to preface this, we decided that what could be a nice thing is to, instead of for the playlist this uh, week, was to actually recommend a song for each other. So actually this could have been mm-hmm. a really good thing to have as a, uh, a, a good information, a, a kind of a, a fact gathering uh, 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 process uh, before we made our decision. Oh, that's a good point. You know, but actually, well, yeah. so I, I, but I feel like, and again, I feel like definitely you listen to way more music than I, I think you're definitely more adventurous in your music taste as well. Well, you're, you're prepared to be, to prepare to be proven <laughs> wrong, Mr. Groves. <laughs> okay. For, for I, and this is why I think it's right. I've got a top artist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and an amount of minutes that I listen to that artist. Sure. Do you have the same? I do have the same, and it isn't. I'm not entirely proud of it. Okay. So my top artist mm. is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. My top artist is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Uh, and my listening time to the Red Chili Peppers is two thousand one hundred sixty-six minutes. Wow. Okay. So mine's only. I mean, and again, that's ratioed. Mine's only yeah. four hundred and fifty-five uh, minutes together. But apparently, I was in the top four percent of Red Hot Chili Peppers listeners this year. Fair now, enough. I, I, I think I know why this was. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily indicative. It. I'd like to see my runners up as far as like artists that I'd listen to because I'm very, as far as an active listen, I'm very surprised it wasn't Björk as in post those mm. podcast episodes. All I've done is listen to those albums again and kind of going back into her older stuff. So I'm surprised that that's not the one, but also I suppose with the double album thing, I feel like I've only really listened to them to listen to the new record which I don't think I would buy. Does that make sense? Like I've not bought oh, cool. it. Oh, fair. So I, don't... I have, I've bought both. Sure. And I've listened to it in that, I think I've mentioned this before. I've listened to it because for some reason in my m- mind and heart, it's just important that I like it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. sure. Even, if it's, even if it's not, I can't look at it objectively uh. because that's not what, it it's is about, for me. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, I have to like it. So yeah. I'm just going to keep keep going until it. Well, until I we go, think yeah, this is cool. I think my minutes add up to. I'm obsessed with playing my son like a new record in the car. Like often mm-hmm. when it's kind of my shift, 
I'm like, oh, I'll go and do the shopping. I'll go and do this. So we'll go for a drive or whatever. I try and kind of take him out. And I'm often, I, I don't know, I just feel like it's like, I really like when you see people who've like, oh, I grew up and there was music everywhere. And like my dad used to da da da. I'm like, so I'm quite passionate about that. So I always, you know, try and play him. And he really likes rock music. He kind of seems to really kind of respond to anything kind of guitar or like quite heavy. So mm. with the Chili's come out, if anything, I found, I'd like to see what the breakdown was because I feel like I've probably listened to older Chili's more than I've listened to oh, nice. newer Chili's, if that makes sense. Mm. Whereas I, th- I I think I would have only played through the records a few times. Maybe I should give them a, more of a listen, but I feel like maybe they're I've really good. Yeah, ones. they're really good, actually. Um, mm. Yeah, really good band. Um, <laughs> I recommend them to anyone. <laughs> also, so much also, time. For regular listeners, sorry, and for <laughs> for for new listeners, oh, sad, uh, isn't it? we never talk about the chilies. So, yeah. like, this is a really unique a event. Um, but also, it is worth mentioning that this feels like the year of the chilies because we're both sure. big fans historically. Yeah. They, it's it, this is the year they've just come back two albums. It's mm. quite unprecedented. Mm. So there's been two a lot double of albums as well, uh, and maybe next year. And I'm. You can see what you think to this, but maybe we need like a swear jar. Um, sure. So next year is a Chili's free year. Mm. Um, unless, you know, maybe it's a good way of Well, maybe we up. should push ourselves. Because looking at this, I know that I'm a creature of habit. Like I am the creature of habit. I would happily wear, eat, do the same thing every day as long as it made me happy. Nice. And I'm happiest when I'm, doing those things. Doing I like, thing. <laughs> I, honestly, it just, the freedom of, I don't want to think about anything other than what I'm interested in thinking about. And so the idea that I have to think about what I'm doing and wearing or whatever, like that gives me anxiety. I don't want that in my life. I'm really happy could, with that. Could you go like Peter Griffin slash Mark Zuckerberg and have Ease, like easy. The, the whole wardrobe? Easy. Really? Oh, I basically do. I mean, put it this way. All, all the trousers I own are duplicates of, each other so they're just this i just found a pair of trousers i really like and i just bought like three of them and that's nice that. and the same with the tops they're just different colors exactly the same t-shirt all my t-shirts are the same t-shirt from the same place i like it it lasts the color doesn't fade and i just buy multiple colors and that's done i think i might have to get into that it's great I... it's great Fair. but looking at this and being that we're a music podcast maybe <laughs> it's Maybe as a podcast, maybe as a kind of a new year thing, maybe we should try and endeavour to really bring something new to the table. Okay, I'm down. You know, maybe maybe we yeah. should kind of have like a new artist or a new, at try least between us. those figures. Because I'm just, I mean, do you have like a top five artist or something like that? I was that? just about to ask you the same question. Right. How, well, I've got a, how many artists I've played mm-hmm. and this is my top five. How many artists you've played? Oh, yeah, oh so different in, ones. Yeah, as in how many artists, different artists. Oh, go on then. 922. Okay, so I feel like at least I can fight back at least a little bit with this. I've got 457. Oh, that's good. So I feel like that's not so bad. But again, I feel like that's a result of the, I put that down to the podcast, not my own listening habits. Yeah, but if you say... it pushes me definitely to try and find new yeah, music Yeah, but that's about often. half of me. So if you went... Uh, if you doubled your 6,000 plays to mm. 12,000 to make the same amount of artists. Oh, maybe. Basically, it assumes that I've listened to the Chili's 20,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but you, yeah, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. Do you have like yeah, a, it's really varied. Like a top song? 
or anything? Well, or you got top, top songs? Have you got top five artists? I have top five artists, yes. All right, do you want to start at number five? Everything, everything. Led Zeppelin. Okay, okay. Num- number four? Four. This is a surprise, actually, because I think, again, I've only really listened to this to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I would buy, and I will probably buy the record, I don't think I've listened to it that much. So I don't know where this has come from, but my top, my four is The Smile. Oh, cool. Mine's Bring Me The Horizon. I, I did not expect you to have top four Bring Me The Horizon. Considering your numbers mm. as well, that's pretty big. Yeah, love them, obviously. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're great. But I, Un- unless it is all like, you know, 99% chilies and everything else is just a token <laughs> yeah, just one, like one song. or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number three, which makes probably the most sense and in my opinion and now I have the record easily my most played this year Nick Drake I I was introduced to him early in the year and I've just what is what it's really indicative of really I think is I was introduced to Five Leaves Left by Nick Drake and I've listened to that record incessantly for a really at least six months of the year, so I'm surprised it's not number one. And then Björk as well. That I've listened to her albums a lot recently. I feel is like those too? are those are the true. I feel like that's my true. But again, that's like two records, or like you know, there's like two artists that I really, really focused on. So I'd like to, you know, move big them up. Yeah, I'd like to move further. I'd like to 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 have a more varied. Maybe next year. We can review again and see if we've kind of got a, a slightly more varied uh, stream going on. Um, well, I don't, just if, if there's someone that you think you should like, but you don't like, just leave them on, on mute when you're asleep. <laughs> that's it. Done. Yeah, that's it. Get those numbers up. <laughs> Rig the numbers. Yeah. That's it. Was that, so you, you were three at... Um, Nick Drake. Nick Drake. And two was Bjorg, you said? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm th- three, City and Colour. What? Okay. And at two, Ben Howard. Ben, okay. Okay, so it's a yeah. slightly more chilled affair. That's it. And actually, Led Zeppelin at number five, that was, I remember it specifically, it was in summer because I find uh, Robert Plant answered this in an interview at some point uh, saying they're a metal band or whatever. Sure. And he said half of our songs are acoustic or something like two thirds or some sure. ridiculous number There's of their songs of acoustic. are acoustic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I find them very, there's a bit in, uh, the song remains the same. The mm. movie they put out, mm-hmm. um, where Jimmy Page is playing this weird instrument by a river and the countryside. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Plant's playing in the fields with the children and yeah. by another river. Mm-hmm. You know, John Bonham's on a tractor. It's all very like countryside, <laughs> yeah. medieval kind of focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and for some reason, in the summer, I like listening to Led Zeppelin. Always I have. Feel that. I feel that. Yeah, it's got this. Yeah. I think it's uplifting. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's a a very minor. I mean, even though they are, I don't think they're very kind of a minor. I don't think they're a very sad band. I, no, I think they're but quite, also it's quite old, old fashioned in some way. Quite yeah, uh, like road trippy. The, yeah, quite the the lore of what they talk about as well is very um, yeah, very old English. But, yeah, a lot of fields. So yeah, a lot of fields so and one, gremlins and whatever. Sorry, a lot of their, their, that, that, all their artwork as well kind of has all that kind of Celtic like yeah. tie to it. Um, for sure. I guess it's the, maybe the folk influence that's quite yeah, and they, getting at. That's kind of where they retired to, right? 
you know, that mm. was very, very apparent in, in, in Robert Plant, I would say maybe more, more so than everyone else. Definitely. Sorry, your number Fucking one? Blues. Yeah, it's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers, so, yeah, same for me. I'm kind of sad. I wish, I'd like I say, <laughs> next year I'd like to, I'd like to, you know, be, be a little further um, afield. Did, did you have a top song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's your top song? I've got actually got a top um, on my screen grab, a top five I can do. Oh yeah, I can even. do top five. I can do top five. Oh, okay, go on. So uh, my my number five is not the one by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, yeah. Uh, my number five is Teletype by Everything Everything, which definitely makes sense. It's easily one of my favourite songs of the year. So definitely, nice. at least in line with that. <laughs> I feel I feel I can feel some pride in that. My number four is. Aquatic Mouth Dance by the Red Chili Peppers. <laughs> okay. Uh, my number four is Circles by Soleil. Um, again, easily, it wasn't this year, but last year, 100% my album of the year. I, I waited for that album to come out for like two or three years. I heard a bit of it live and I just thought it was amazing. And um, I really hope she continues down that vein because it's just super dark and swelling and the, um, the production is incredible. So check out Mother Melancholia. Um, by nice. Soli yeah 100% check it out uh, my number three is Poster Child by the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> <laughs> my number three <laughs> my number three is Riverman by Nick Drake um, and it's actually the song that got me into Nick Drake um, Radiohead if you like Radiohead you'd love Nick Drake I didn't I, did, I had heard the name but I'd never press play and I that album five leaves left i i've listened to literally on repeat all year such a nice like room sounding record it's it really fills up the room and like kind of just one of those i literally was like right i need to get this on vinyl like now um Mm -hmm. and it's just cool like the guitar voicings are really interesting the string arrangements are incredible um yeah just 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 an amazing amazing album uh what's your number two uh, well, I like how you're talking about all your picks, but I'm just not even going to go into it. <laughs> I've got nothing to say. Uh, actually, number two is Dream One by Max Richter. Ah, you said you got you were kind of get, going down uh, going down that road. Yeah, and I actually think Dream One is on here because uh, I like to nap. And sometimes if I'm struggling to nap, I'll put something on that's very nap-inspiring. Okay. And... Uh, this song in particular it was called Dream One. It's you know you'd hope, and it's and it's long. So uh, that'd be that. So <laughs> very nice. Maybe uh, I'm not sure how well I can say I know the song because I'm asleep while it's on. <laughs> sure. Uh, maybe you know but, it better um, than you think. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And your two. My two is Three Hours by Nick Drake from the same album Five Leaves nice. Left, which I think is the first track. So that kind of makes a lot of sense as to why that's maybe been the most played maybe on a short journey that's kind of just played in the background or something like that. That's, that's what I think. How about you? Nice. Right. So my number one is Black Summer by the Red Chili Peppers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my number one is, and actually this was one of my picks. So I'm, I'm pleased at least I'm on brand. Desert Eagle by Silica Gel, um, oh, which was nice. the, um, apparently they, uh, I've got a thing here. I played it 15 times on the June the 20th. So I was... Just on that day? Just on that day. I think I was learning the guitar part. Uh, oh, I see. Like, 
Uh, what's what is it? What is the total amount of plays on the song in the year? I don't have a total amount of plays on the song okay. for the year. Well, so, did... Just for reference, mine is thirty-one for Black Summer, which I actually didn't think there was that many. That's not that many, no. The Chili's have been played two thousand one hundred sixty-six times out of my thirty-two thousand. Sure. So, uh, yeah, at least I'm listening to other Chili songs. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I can only, I think the silica gel thing was, I was learning it. So I probably played it a lot, but I was just, I don't know what the plays count as. Cause I probably would have just rewound that bit. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I don't, don't know, know how that works. I don't know how, how it, how it kind of counts. Do you have a, a top album? I don't have a top album. Do you have a top five albums? I don't have any kind of albums. Okay, fine. Unfortunately. Well, well, just if you're interested. Yeah, go on. Because I feel like I need to save yeah, my yeah, yeah, reputation yeah. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, please, please. Uh, N of five, 22 a million by Bon Iver. Lovely. Uh, and number four is A Pill for Loneliness by City and Colour. Okay. Uh, that's their latest release. Um, and then in at three is OK, I'm Sick by Bad Flower. I remember smashing that out in about uh, August, September time Sorry, one, quite a lot. Uh, say that one more time. It's... Uh, OK, I'm Sick by Bad Flower. Okay, I've not heard of them. What's okay. the what's the band? Uh I mentioned it I think on a listening party at some point. Uh from memory it's kind of like theatric theatrical-ish. I'd say it's along the lines of My Chemical Romance and um okay. who Panic at the Disco type stuff. Uh, okay. But is that right? It was the title that brought my brain to that <laughs> as in it's okay da 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 yeah I'm not okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's very good it's very okay. good um, apologies if my definition isn't particularly good but I'd recommend the album cool. and then in at number two Return of the Dream Canteen by the Red Chili Peppers and in at number one Unlimited Love by the Red Chili Peppers there you go so I've listened to Unlimited Love a hundred, it's had 191 plays apparently which is quite a lot so again I need to mix it up it's exciting but, though I, I've been I, I, like you say I you know, it's the, there is a nostalgia thing to it as well. And I feel like, you know, like I, I, I enjoy them being back more than I enjoy them being back. If that makes sense. I, I like the idea that they're doing that. I like to watch them play like a song live on YouTube or something like that and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm excited about what John's doing or he's playing, you know, new solos over the old songs kind of thing. I like watching that kind of stuff. So I get right, it. And they're touring again next year, by the way. Yes, we need to kind of we need to make that happen, really, don't we? That's I think yeah, that would be a smart move. July? Although we can't talk about we can't talk about it because that would be you know in breach of what we just said. Sure. Well, I mean, I can talk about it. I'm going to be there, and I've already bought. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be live streaming it, yeah. guys. That's God, it. I'm having a great time. That's yeah. it. That's it. Do you have um, the amount of songs that you listen to? The That's amount of final, songs. I don't my final stat. Oh. No, I do actually, yeah. I have a hundred and one sorry, one thousand and forty seven songs. And I'm on four thousand five hundred and six songs. Okay. So, so maybe for your plays, again, a fair amount of repetition, right? Yeah, there is. That's on average three times per yeah. song, but obviously <laughs> swung by the chilies. You are listening to double albums, I suppose. Yeah. It's quite it's, it's so, quite yeah. fairly big. Well, I I think we should make a pledge. To, because I the thing is as well, I, I love it when I find something new, and I'm mm-hmm. so excited by it. 
So I feel like I should maybe push myself to have an artist. Maybe it's even we we could even consider it as a section or something. That we're just Definitely. like, boom, here's some new artists that we found. Like, what's the new artist that you found this week or like this month, whatever. I don't know. That's a very good you idea, know? yeah. Also, you know, you know, in order to ease the burden mm. from your your current uh plan, mm. how about I recommend you something? Ah, oh, can I like what you've done there. <laughs> in the spirit of giving, we thought it'd be nice to recommend each other uh, an artist um uh that we feel like the other person would like. If you want to go it's, first it's, and bring oh, up no pressure. Do you want to kind of set the scene like what made you choose this artist, you know? Okay. Titillate so, me. Sell me. Here's sell it to me. Yeah. I'm going to sit here with my arms folded and <laughs> frowning until Ugh. for 20 minutes until you've <laughs> come pushed it over the yeah. edge. The uh, I think we both have two actually. So Yes. Uh I thought it was a good idea to yeah. I think we both thought it was a good idea to have a backup. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, neither of us. Just in case we're already fans. Mm-mm. Okay. No pressure. I, I, I'm actually uh, torn between which to choose. So, okay. Uh, well, either. My, so you give me both either way. So in, in my mind, speaking to you uh, along the way, mm. I, I'd boil down, say like your top five artists, mm-hmm. I'd probably boil down to Chili's, Meshuggah, Bjork, um, uh, Arca, mm. And well, now you've said it, Nick Drake, but I wouldn't have thought of that. Sure. But the the, the, the oh, top four, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Like some metal, some rock, some uh, singer songwritery, and then some electronica, kind of. Yeah, yeah. They feel like my pillars. Yeah. So, um, so, oh no, sorry, and also Julian Large. I'd say he's yeah. in your top five. I'm he's surprised he's not in here because I listen to him to learn a lot. So. I must not be learning Fair. enough. Fair. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have one of my picks. I was going down the Julian Large okay. angle without really realising. Uh, more that it's a great album that uh, both me and Soph love mm. and have done for quite a lot of years. And I'll mention it after I've... But I've, 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 I've chosen an artist that I don't think you will know. So okay. I'll mention the one that you might know afterwards. Okay, sure, yeah. Um, so I think I, I was just looking through my library going, mm-hmm. what does Andrew, what will Andrew not know mm-hmm. that I know? And I think I, it's quite hard, but it's not even what will he know, it's what will he not know and then what he um, might like. So it narrows it down pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, I, I might, like, I feel like it's entirely probable that we might know of the artist. Like, I think you would definitely know of mine, but okay. I don't think you would have listened to them. And I think that's the next... I, I I I hope you haven't heard of this guy. Okay. Okay. So it's an artist called Ben Chatwin. No. Okay. So I think I heard of him mm-hmm. in a record store. Nice. Whilst it was on, and I was like, who's this? And or maybe they had one of those displays that says now playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember being really taken in by the artwork. Um, so he has this collection of albums from eight, 2018, 2019, as well as some other releases, mm-hmm. all with the word signals. So he's got altered signals, drone signals, and staccato signals. That's um, cool. 
and the artwork is very uh very minimalist very kind of designy mm. uh quite ar- architectural and um what's the word geometric um you're selling me yeah, very, you're selling me yeah very alluring to keep, me too keep going um, i haven't really listened to him much sure um but i before recording this i was listening to staccato signals nice. um and this was the reason I'm mentioning this one and not the second artist because mm. I was like, this is really good. Okay. Um, so for those who've never heard of him, including you, mm. uh, Eng- English musician, lives in Scotland. Um, <laughs> this this kind of, this got me on the path. I was like, besides his own work, he makes bespoke music for adverts such as Calvin Klein, Louis Vuitton, the Tate Modern, and Volkswagen, but the Tate Modern. I was like, okay, Andrew might like this now. This is yeah. Good. So, what, what uh, is he a band? Is it a band? No, solo artist, solo. electronic. Oh, okay. And his style, it's all instrumental electronic music. Nice. With what sounds like live um, strings and presumably potentially more orchestration throughout. Okay. But it's very, very good. Um, he's inspired by the work of Radiohead's OK Computer, specifically. Okay. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, the work of Mogwai and Ortecture. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ortecture. Yeah, Ortecture. Ortecture. So, yeah, I've not heard of them outside Amazing. of you talking about them. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I'm in. And he uses unusual musical instruments such as a, a dulcimer. Dulcimer? Dulce Is that right? Oh, dulcimer Dul- is what I would have heard of. D U L C T I O N E. Dulk tone. Dulk tone. Okay. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, dulcimer is, is maybe it's based on one. Maybe it's a, like a hybrid okay. instrument. I'll, actually, it's, it's a link, so I can tell you in a sec. Okay. And a three string diddly bow. And he's also, he's influenced by Steve Reich. Oh, nice. Who, so look at that. It all adds you up. You ticked all the boxes. Oh, I think you've done very well. Yeah, I haven't so, heard him yet. Well, it might be ne- rubbish. The, <laughs> yeah, I, know, yeah, I was going to say, the next part of the puzzle is <laughs> to kind of to go away and listen so I'd, okay. I'd recommend staccato signals the guy mm. is ben chat uh chat win um the album's from 2018 um and just the, the the level of detail the kind of the sonic sensibility of it the mm-hmm. um yeah how just the quality of it mm-hmm. spoke a lot to me okay um and i instantly thought you might really like it yeah it's i mean sounds like you've done a great i mean there's plenty of I feel like it's like, what's it? Is it a rule of threes where you're like, you've heard of it, someone's told you it, something else, you know, like, and that makes you do something that makes you mm-hmm. buy that thing, whatever. So I feel like there's definitely a lot of jumping in points. It sounds like I would kind of, it, 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 even like you said, in a kind of design front, I feel like image is definitely also a thing. Like, as much as sometimes the music is. As a, as a funny like validation that we have for artists, isn't it? Where it's like, you kind of like, oh, I think I like that. And then you look at it and maybe you're like, oh, actually, maybe I don't like it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a funny validation system that we seem to go through, like, a, that, to, to prove that we want to listen. Even if someone, I've had people who I really respect off, recommend me something and then you just don't. For what, like, for mm. no reason, you're just like, oh, well, I don't know. I just didn't think I would like it. And, and then you know, maybe a year later, I'll be like, oh my God, 
I listen to that record. I love it or whatever, you know, like it's a. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I agree though. It's I've had that where you, someone will recommend something, you'll sit on it for years and then it takes a couple of other stimulus, mm-hmm. stimuli to kind of, yeah, make you actually do it. Yeah. But the, um, the other artist that I was going to mention is. Oh, well, do you want um, me to do my one and then we can kind of go for our Oh backups? yeah, go on, go on. Sure. Let's do that. So. I actually came across this quite quickly and I was relying on the idea that often, and actually that one of the bands I was going to recommend you, we were listening to in the Discord the other day and I was like, oh, you'd love this. And I told you, oh, you'd love this. And so I was like, oh, that would have been my first choice because for me, they kind of just made sense in my image of your music taste. And even Mm -hmm. though it's quite broad... And like, there's a few key points, but I was also kind of quite surprised then by your roundup, there was actually a lot more, not middle ground, but like City and Colour and Ben Howard, which are kind of closer to an acoustic element, if that were quite rootsy. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, like I feel like a lot of the discussions that we've had have involved bands of a kind of element to them. Like there's a thread, I feel like, between like Led Zeppelin, the Foo Fighters, the Chilies, but not... A, and then like kind of like Queens of the Stone Age. And then like often the bands you've brought up have kind of operated in there in that like also there's sort of like a trucker hat like stonerness to it as well mm-hmm. or American not even maybe focus but just orange amps kind of king glizzard and the lizard <laughs> wizard or whatever. like so I kind of was like okay I feel like like it's like I was like oh what 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 do I have that's like kind of straight up but it's it's high quality but it's also there's a fun element like maybe they don't take themselves too seriously but for example you know big guitars big drums big grooves and like personality if that makes sense mm-hmm. and and again a kind of steered i was thinking of like a steering it to like a not 70s but like a not and it's not stoner but I don't know why Orange Amp is always the thing that I think of, but it's that kind of style. Mm-hmm. I didn't factor in an acoustic style and I kind of left the chilies in their own little thing, but I kind of was like Led Zeppelin, Foo Fighters, Queens of the Stone Age. Like I feel like they, for, for me, and so I'm surprised by your thing, that felt like that was mm-hmm. a kind of main pillars of the arena. Mm-hmm. I got two that I think are pretty similar, but they do have differences. I think... I'll go for the one I, I'm, I think I, I think you've probably heard of them both, but I don't think you've listened to them potentially. Okay. I'm going to go for the one I don't think you've heard of. I, I, or I'm the one I think you've not heard of the most. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I, and that is pulled apart by horses. Pulled apart by horses. Okay. So I have heard of them. You've heard of them. I, they, I had, uh, because uh, they're not together anymore. I know that they much. They are. 
Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay, that's I don't know that much then. Okay. Um, but I had oh, a so compilation CD from a magazine many moons ago mm. with a song of theirs. Okay. And I think that's the only, I can't remember the name of it. Is I it High Five, it. Swan Dive, Nose Dive by any chance? No. Okay. And I, yeah, I don't know anything. I think they're British. They are from Leeds, I believe. I can double oh, check. I did get, I did up. get this up. up. So basically they came about, they are from Leeds, 2008. There was kind of like an explosion in Kingston and in kind of Leeds and Manchester, it seemed at the time. And with the, is it the Brudenall Social Club? Like Social Club. that was, that was really big kind of thriving scene and, and, and venue. And whereas a lot of the bands, we moved to Kingston to see and bands like Tube Lord and Colour and, and that kind of area. They were kind of like also doing their own thing up in Leeds and, and kind of, and they were tour together. I wouldn't say necessarily they're complementary of each other. Like the bands we were into were a little more mathy, but I've seen them and we played with them, I think a few times, mm. but it's kind of like big kind of like Telecaster, kind of quite fuzzy, like kind of riffs and like, but also like kind of like organized chaos as well. Like, like it's kind of, it's really like their live show is really like, they're really like energetic and like the songs themselves kind of lend themselves to that in like the songs are quite like punchy and like the lyrics are quite punchy. So like, again, like high five, High five, swan, high five, high five, slow, uh, nose dive, swan dives or swan dive, nose dive. But anyway, and they have a song called Power, I seem to, or Ultimate Power. And like, so it was like fun and like frenetic. And mm-hmm. uh, I think the the main guitarist, he had like an SG and the other guitarist had a Telecaster. Uh, and yeah, four piece guitar bass drums. Like, okay. Great. Like, uh, 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 like I said, I don't know what they're doing now. I know they're still together. I think they have got one less member potentially. Okay. Um, but yeah, kind of like apart. pulled apart by horses. What's an album you'd recommend? Um, the one I'm familiar with, is it the same title? I Punched a Lion in the Throat. Is That's also, I don't know if that's an album or not. One second. One second, if you wouldn't mind. Let's see what we've got here. I don't know what the album oh, is called. from the first album. I Punched a Lion in the Throat. Maybe it I is Punched a Lion in the Throat is definitely... Um, I'm going to say it's called Maybe Pulled Apart by Horses, the one I'm familiar with. Oh, they've got loads uh-huh. of records since. Oh, they released one in yeah. September 22. They've got loads. Yeah, I don't Reality know the others. Checks. Maybe Tough Love as well. I, I'm familiar certainly with their uh, earlier uh, material. Nice. But yeah, that sounds great. Amazing I live, uh, amazing live band, and like yeah, like super, like really good, big, kind of guitar riff things, and like uh, kind of like two the two uh, guitarists kind of like play off each other a lot, and yeah, just fun. But like nice, but like kind of they they have the live element really carries over into the recordings, and like mm-hmm. they're kind of their songs are. They have like a, like, yeah, I, I really remember just them having a song called Ultimate Power. 
And it was just like, like maximum life. It was like fun and like, they're just kind of raucous. And just brash and, and raw. Yeah, and just raw. And I was like, oh, I think you, I think, I, I I know they like matured a little bit. So I think like, oh, I feel like you could kind of, you could like just Follow neatly tangent into there. So what, nice. what what was your backup? My backup and a little bonus one was mm. a, like I say, an album that uh, Soph and I, actually I think Soph introduced me to it. It's from, uh, when is it from? Because I've just opened a playlist that isn't anything to do with it. Um, they're called Alabama Shakes. Uh, you know what? Someone, uh, a record I'm working on, one of the uh, references was Alabama Shakes. And I was like, yeah, this is great. I've never, yeah. like, I've never heard, I've, I've not really delved any further, but I listened to it just to make sure that I was like, oh, I, that I, that they're who I think they are. And it turns out they weren't. They weren't. They weren't at all what I thought they would be. Okay. Yeah. Well, so the album I know, um, and I think they've only got a couple of releases, but Sound and Colour from 2015. Yeah. Um, it's been a constant since around then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 why that kind of uh, made me think of the more Julian Largey stuff. It's it's more traditional instruments. It's not yeah. electronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just everyone's seems great. Yes. You know, um, singer has an amazing voice songwriting mm. is great it's very uh whilst being kind of rootsy it That's feels quite world, contemporary yeah it feels quite worldly like world music kind of vibe to it very true yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and that um i also i actually brought a prop for those on video Ooh, lovely. uh so i bought this for oh well, it does a weird thing oh no it doesn't um <laughs> sorry my camera was making it look like it was the words were blue um the but it is embossed. It's very beautiful. So it's a four, it's won four Grammys. So it's like really, Verified. you know, really up there. Yeah. Um, so I bought, I actually, this is unopened, but I bought it for Soph for her last birthday, I think. Okay. Um, but we haven't had a record blow in that time. So it's not that she doesn't like it. Nice. Yeah, no, um, I, I, I literally like tickled it and then was just checking. I was like, oh, they wanted their record to sound like this. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll quickly listen. So it's definitely one actually that I had been like, oh, I should I should definitely delve into that a little more. So yeah. Okay, nice. that's good. Yeah, because I thought you would have heard of it, but wouldn't necessarily know it that well. But I think the other one. There was Chapman. one song I knew, I think. Okay. Don't want to fight no more? Don't know. Okay. I don't know that far. I just remember um, being like, oh yeah, this, this. I think I had them confused for whoever did the Sopranos theme tune. I have no idea who that is. Okay. I think it's like Alabama 3 or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. So maybe that's <laughs> okay. where I've gone. At, maybe that's where I had Sweet Home confused. Alabama. Well, my backup, and again, I think you've heard of them, was a band called Dinosaur Pileup. I've heard of Dinosaur Pileup. Okay. And they really remind me of the aforementioned Kingston thing in like 2010. Ish. Ish. Um, I could ish. be wrong. They but are I don't friends. Know. And it's, they kind of, and again, funnily enough, it read that uh, Spotify actually, funnily enough, was like, oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, like we, I was a huge fan. Uh, uh, they were recording in the same studio as us or just finished recording. And yeah, their their kind of first record was, we always had it on in the house. Um, played with them. Nice. Uh, toured with them a few times, bumped into them like mm-hmm. kind of along the way. Super nice guys uh, and like, great songwriters and again like uh 
kind of closer to the Foo Fightery thing, I think. Yeah. But also like just slabs of rock. Like Matt is a really good guitar player and his riffs are great. My favourite song by them is Trainer with a Y. Is this off off the album Growing Pains? I'm just yes. Now. Yes. Um, nice. Uh, but that whole album is just like big, big drums, big riffs. It's great. And the songwriting's great. Um, I really like Matt's voice. The, the, the less polished it is, I think the better. He's got like such a cool kind of... Like gravel. Yeah. And like his kind of like utterances, I think are really cool. Like his kind of years and whatever. I, I don't know. I just think they're, I think they're really cool. I really like them. I think they're really, 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 really I think they're a really, really great band. Uh, and, <laughs> but I was like, ah, oh. again, like I was kind of like elements of Queens of the Stone Age, elements of the Foo Fighters kind of, um, and again, like just kind of, I think he plays a, uh, an explorer, mm-hmm. um, and just two dimed marshals and it just sounds huge. Um, nice. so I was like, oh, I, could, I was like kind of, uh, I know I, I didn't, I didn't intentionally mean to pigeonhole you, but I knew that I could focus in on that sound and at least maybe have yeah, some, yeah, 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 yeah. some, some, no, I, I hear, I definitely, I, I definitely understand. And I think a lot of people do. Like think, the car, I think it's the car thing and the kind of, yeah, I don't know. And I really like every time I've been to like Los Angeles and been on the Sunset Strip and I like the, I like the, the deserty, crusty, like car, bike Mm-mm-mm. thing. Uh, yeah, I'm into it all. But it's, it's funny. I think I'm still working out what that means, <laughs> whether or not I need to. Yeah. Um, like when we talked about our instruments for everything episode and I talked about piano a lot. Mm. So that's, I've, I've, it's a bit of a yin and yang, it yeah. feels like. I like the guitar stuff, um, but also... Uh, like I, I spent a lot of time listening to, you know, like the kind of contemporary classical stuff, the you know, Mammal Hansy stuff and, and then and sure. people like City in Colour and Ben Howard, Bon Iver, mm. that kind of do uh like, roots, yeah. like Bon Iver, some I, I haven't actually mentioned too much, but uh, as um Justin Vernon as a piano player, like amazing. And the okay. music is so well produced and unique and contemporary mm-hmm. um that it kind of feels a lot of different interests in one. And I know they're very popular. Um, but yeah, I feel, I feel like it's, yeah, I don't know what it means, but does it matter? I think I only ever ask, ask that question if I'm setting out to write something. Like if I, I think I mentioned if I start on guitar, it'll come out, you know, rock. <laughs> but if it's uh, originated on a different instrument, it's potentially a bit different and perhaps maybe more, uh, more me as a more rounded piece if you like yeah I, th- I think you can have a faith like I used to be quite I'm, I'm I have real issues with filing <laughs> something and and it's kind of why I've always really had like one band because normally that anything I do I kind of like to keep all the doors open and just be like well the whole idea with Arcane Roots is like well you could just do anything you wanted and put that in there and that's Arcane Roots. So I have a real issue with that in any sense. If I'm writing something where, like if I had multiple projects, I don't know where to, how to, cause I like, well, it could go in any of them, you know, like, and, mm-hmm. and that I find can be crippling for me personally. And the same kind of on an instrumental thing, but one, the only help I can give you is that 
I've come to rely on the fact that irregardless of what it starts on and how it feels, my my natural impulses always guide it to a point where, oh, that's still you. Does, does that make sense? Or like a universal, well, not universal, a, an individual middle that I, like, that, that, that's your sound, if that makes sense. So even if it starts yeah. all, the way, all the way over here, kind of just eventually creeps back in to the middle and, and it, you can sometimes just kind of trust that that will happen. Okay, I like that. I think that's like, I I mean, you know. So no no matter what the context you're saying, you'll always sound like yourself. Yeah, I can't help it. Yeah, no matter what I've done, even since being here, you know, and and working on new projects with different people or whatever, like the choices that I've made, even from like, oh, I've started, I've written this, I recorded, um, you know, a sneeze into this... (laughs) four track and I put it through this tape thing and then I sampled it and then I did this and now I've, you know, compressed it and I've done this and now I've made like this really complex shifting pattern. Like naturally it seems like my brain's like, cool, well now I need to like organize this and like, oh, I could put a melody here and then I'm like, oh, I could back that up with guitar. And then like it kind of started here and then just slowly creeps (laughs) around. And, you know, even the stuff where I've been like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this kind of really left field or right field, you know, thing, I find that like my, just by making the choices that I do as a, as a brain, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I I eventually find like a a middle where it's like, oh, that's the scope of you, you know, like it still sounds like me, you know, Uh, uh, Mm. whether I mean to or not. So like, that's the only I like that That's advice. A good I philosophy could, could give you if that is holding you up in any sense. In that, like sometimes you'd be surprised it, it that having someone else listen and they'll be like, "No, that's you." Like I had so many people <laughs> when I did Melancholia hymns, I thought people would be like, "Whoa!" And then everyone I knew was like, "Ah, oh, it's you." You know, it just sounds like you. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's sort of good to know, I suppose." I kind of wanted to surprise you. And they're like, "Oh, yeah, no, I'm surprised." <laughs> but but oh, yeah, yeah, you're surprised, but you're you. still you. Yeah, yeah. And so that's yeah, yeah. kind of you know, it's. Uh, reassuring if not inevitable you know well that's a that's a nice little closing note i think to go mm. into a new year i quite i like yes. i like that i like that yes and um yeah this is our last podcast of 2022 by 2022 um, have yourselves a very lovely christmas and new year Absolutely. and we'll see you on the other side thanks to everyone who supported us and what was the end i was going to say something else you love everyone and that you all you want for, <laughs> all you want for Christmas this year is just peace and good cheer across the land for everyone. I hope wherever you are, you have at least a nice window of a break to see your family or your friends or whatever it is that you do, and that you can bring some calm and peace into your life and reflect. Or the opposite, maybe you just have a really boring life and then in that case, take the time off and rage into the night. <laughs> Whatever it is that you have your heart set on, whether it's just you hope that your Amazon package arrives before Christmas so that you'll have a little bit of time. I mean, personally, these are the things that my life kind of hang up upon. And so I hope that like in the window that I've got to have some kind of fun by myself, that every, you know, I, I've got the little thing that I want to fiddle with. Um, so, you know, I hope that you can... I think. I think for next year, we've talked about t-shirts for a while, but, and also on our Discord, you can pin stuff. Um, 
but I've got the little thing that I want to fiddle with. I think needs to be a quote that lasts for longer than the time you just said it. <laughs> well, it's true. You know, one. just that's 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 just it. So I hope that your whatever you decide to do, that at least there is some kind of nice little period that you can, you know, take some time to spend with your family, friends, or by yourself, just quietly. That's also great. Um, thanks everyone for supporting us uh, and mm. seeing us back into season three. We hope you've enjoyed season three so far. We're really excited for the new year. We're going to have some guests coming, coming in, More coming guests. in hot. Um, have an amazing Christmas. Have an amazing New Year, wherever it is that you are. Um, and we'll be back punching up. Uh, in, punching into January. Into January. Um, thanks like to it. our lovely patrons. We're going to be posting some stuff over there. Um, and yeah, I think that's Just that's it. Thank you, everyone. And you, Matt. Have a happy Christmas, you. And to you, I'm going to check out my these these lovely suggestions you're giving me. Yeah, I'm going to do that now. That's my. I feel like I've already got my presents. There you go. Look at that. Early. You can't open. You can't check it until the twenty. <laughs> I can't. Can't download it till Christmas. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, thanks nice everyone. One. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.